Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello and welcome back to Men of the Apes, the daily podcast where we break down every Planet of the Apes movie, every one of them, one minute at a time, going through every agonizing mo- moment of the most ill-trained set of astronauts as they explore the planet. Ah, uh, those idiots. I'm your host, Todd. That's my friend, Sean. Hi, everyone. So, you know, I'm excited today, Sean, because after doing this now for... And the production of this, what we've been doing in about six weeks to get here. Yeah, I think so. So six weeks of talking about movies that I do love, but six weeks are promising you they're apes. And today... We finally found our titular apes. We 100% have us some monkeys. All right. So uh, let's let's talk about the minute. Minute 33 begins with fleeing hippies and ends with gorillas on the hunt. We have three astronauts. We have another dead one still at the, the bottom of that lake, which I'm wondering, is she just going to stay dead the whole time, or are we eventually going to forget she even exists? It's a little bit of slackery, but yeah, at some point we've got to let go. Not yet. I still miss her. her and well, her we'll weird. finish this hungover week, and then we can let her go. <laughs> wow. You know what? That's right. As I, as I step next week away from my hangover, she has to go away, too. There you go. But we've got tons of terrified Neanderthal hippies. We have apes, all of them gorillas. Yay, we Yay, have we apes. have apes. Apes, 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 apes. Um, so they're on the hunt, or are they collecting specimens? What's I don't know, take? because, uh, yeah, I thought they were shooting over their heads, but, man, they're straight up just murdering. Yeah, they're, they're, they're mowing them down, and they when you start looking at um, the way they're going through these cornfields, it seems to me that they're they're on a very well set up hunt that because they're coming in from multiple sides of the cornfield. It's not just going in, but they've also got the people swatting at them with the switches with granny switches. Mm-hmm. So yeah, some, they kind of they got a box in. Yeah, something's definitely been set up. So they knew what they were doing. I'm wondering, and I don't think this is a leap of faith, but. We know apes can have guns on whatever planet this is. Are they such good farmers as well that they grew the coconut in the cornfields so did, these hippie hip will come to Bring them in? in. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, the corn and the coconuts. The corn and maybe, the coconut. Maybe it was a, a, a bait for them to come in. I think that may be it. Maybe, that's, you know, maybe there's a vendor just off screen that hands the astronauts the coconuts, and that's how they got them. There you go. Oh, come on in. Have a coconut. Um, All right. At, at 3208, mm-hmm. uh, Taylor, he just got a weird running stance. I, when he's running at the camera, I mean, it's almost, I mean, he really does look right down the barrel of the camera and then ducks under it. I, without that in front of me, and I don't have my TV on today to look at it, there are numerous times, and, and this, there's another point. I think that I'm looking at my notes. I think it's in a subsequent minute. I'm almost positive. But he has some most, most affected running that I've ever seen. The, uh-huh. It's almost as bad as Tom Cruise can be where it's <gasps> straight up yeah. back straight robot run arms. I mean, I'm beginning to wonder 
everyone always talks about that Tom Cruise can't make a movie with if he's not running in it. Was Charlton Heston kind of the same way? Because I, you know, the more I think about it, he always has. I don't know. Maybe as Moses, he doesn't run, but <laughs> I don't know. He makes the Egyptians run. <laughs> Uh, and apes ride horses very well. They do. Man, uh, I know we're not supposed to jump ahead to the future, but it makes me wonder if the new movies are setting that stage for how an ape and monkey and all that can get on a, a horse and ride it so well. I'm, I'm wondering also, are these uh, hero masks that they're wearing? Are they background actor masks? I, I don't have a point of comparison just yet. Okay, I'm going to tell you right now. These are these are heroes. This okay, is, trust this me. This is as good as it gets. The background ones. Uh-huh. When you see those, you go, "Oh my god, that was." The others were fantastic because when it gets to the bad ones, it is horrible. All right, it's you will never unsee it. It's like the first and, time you saw your mother naked, you'll never unsee it. Uh, okay. Hey, mom. <laughs> uh, I remember the first time I saw your mother naked. Hey, hey. Uh, Okay, so the corn now that was so high that you couldn't see any apes walking through it when they're swinging their sticks now is magically just thin it's thin enough so that we can see everybody. Well, that's because they went through and thinned it out with their switches. Ah. They were in there just doing the harvesting and whatnot. They're the harvester apes. Gotcha. It looks scary, but all they're doing is gathering the corn. There, There's one ape that uh, when you see him coming through – um, he's like on the left hand side and it looks like it's four forty five on a Friday and he is just done. He is not having any of this crap. He's not swinging the stick. He just, I'm, I'm just walking through this corner. <laughs> I, I'll have to go back and look at that. Um, so since we're talking about the apes, let's, let's take the time to talk about John Chambers who did this and won the Academy Award for it. And rightfully so you look at this makeup and I don't know that you can say that there's been makeup like this before i i really try to think of where they you know sure you have uh the wolf man you have those kind of things but this is literally a brow uh, a big nose a chin big mouth yeah that that definitely takes the actor's face and makes it look ape-like mm, apish yeah so it says on the Planet Dates wiki and a couple other places that the makeup pers- uh, primarily consisted of a brow piece, cheeks, and a nose, and a jaw piece with netted hair, which according to them, netted hair at that time, y- you had wigs, but what, what they were getting at is the net actually extends down over the skin and you could put a prosthetic over it so that it seemed more seamless. You didn't gotcha. see where wigs at now. I think he apparently spent all his money and time making those wigs because the rest of uh-huh. them, holy shit. Oh, yeah. I mean, I have it paused right now at 3243 watching people come through the corn, and they all look like they literally had the same wig and bad beards pasted on. I, it, it, you, you even start thinking back to all the same things we said about Landon's beard. It makes me wonder, was he just the prosthetic guy? Was he just the, I'm going to make the monkeys, I'm going to make them look good? Because whoever did the other shit need to be fired. Yeah, they they gave up. Uh, according to the wiki page, it says he was brought in only six months before shooting. But this is one of those weird little moments where, you know, those are the sources we had to pull this information from. I don't think that's correct because if you watch the documentary, it talks about that the, the first thing they did was even test the feasibility. Could this makeup be done? There's a, there's a, great, um, there's a great screen test with... 
I think Edward G. Robinson plays an orangutan. Kim Hunter, I, Kim Hunter, who plays Zero, eventually plays a chimpanzee. But and for, forgive me for this, Josh Brolin, actor. What's his dad's name? Uh, is it James Brolin? James Brolin. He plays one of the chimpanzees. Now, the makeup is very crude comparatively to what you see here. But if you go watch that, you begin to see it allowed them to say, "Oh, you can put something on someone's face, and they can express with it on." That was their big fear. And it's in the making of that's on this uh, this disc. You can see that, and it's it's pretty fascinating. Please promise me we're not going to break down the documentary. Oh, well, no, we won't, <laughs> we won't break that down. Uh-huh. Um, so, an interesting fact about Mr. Chambers: he was awarded the U.S. intelligence for his participation in the Argo operation, the same film that Ben Affleck made. Argo Contribute yourself. <laughs> He contributed to save six U.S. hostages who escaped from the Iran embassy in, I'm sorry, the embassy in Iran in 1980. Uh, he helped to build disguises for them. The material was then declassified, and as I said, Affleck made it into the film Argo, uh, where Chambers is played by John Goodman in that. So this man has an important place not only in film history, but as well in politics in, and all yeah. that kind of stuff. And beyond playing the apes, well, not beyond. I don't want to quote a film. A different movie. In addition to Planet In addition of the to Planet of the Apes, he helped to create the Spock years that became so famous and did uncredited work on the film Blade Runner. So, I, I want to see the movie that's in addition to the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> so we have Planet of the Apes, ba- uh, Beyond Battle, I'm sorry, Escape, Conquest, and then in addition to Planet in addition, Besides Planet of the Apes. Um, okay, I know Taylor doesn't know these people, and they don't know him, mm-hmm. but when he tries to help that woman up, she is not having any of that shit. Well, and, and once again, you're, you're doing a great job of leading into my next note, who that is Linda Harrison, our, our, our established beauty who he's already made. Well, you know, it's because he made perverted eyes at her before. But hey, they, I, I'm going to be running this place pretty soon. You're going to be mine. My, I'm grinding my tweaker teeth. What's up, baby? <laughs> uh, she was a model. Went on to marry Plenty of the Apes producer Richard Zanuck in 1969, divorcing nine years later, and they share two children. Yeah, when you're paying the bills, you get to decide who acts. Well, you know. Um, but okay, they have a but, very, but you're right. Uh, I was going to say, you're right. She has nothing to do with Taylor. She wants nothing. She swats him away. Yeah, she just, nope, nope. Negatory. She's playing hard to get, but she did, she you know, she definitely has eyes for him, so something's going to happen there, I have a feeling. All right, so uh, this is something that has always cracked me up in, in movies, uh, the uh, movie trope of the inescapable net that just falls on you and you can't get out of it. Yes. I mean, it literally hits one woman. It doesn't cover up at all, but she's down for the count. <laughs> it inca- it, there are numerous times it incapacitates her, but I will also say that they do a great job with some of the nets – there are shots where people actually get them and drag them around. I'm I'm feeling pretty bad for some of those people. It's almost as if that happens in a later minute. We'll talk about that then, you son of a... Um, oh, did, oh, am I jumping ahead <laughs> in time? You are. Oh, damn um, it. Because I do have notes for that for later minutes. Okay. But yeah, uh, I just want to know, did Taylor know that he was being chased with a net because and use that stump to screw those two apes over or what? Well, he also knew that those apes were members of the Keystone Cops because they're the most... The, the, the dumbest damn apes, they can see that stump. They can see that. They they have to understand if we do that, we're both going to go, whoa, right uh-huh. off their horses, and they do. Why, 
why don't we let go of the net whenever we see that we're not capturing the person that we want? They're, they're smart enough to build guns, a, a plan, a guns, all these things to trap or shoot down these people, but they can't see a stump, raise the net up over it, and go get him. Or at least just let go of the net once it hits a stump. Yeah. Uh, I know. It's almost as these apes are not as smart as people. Yeah, I know. Um, that that thing, I think that does it for me for this minute. How about you? Yeah, I was looking and I had some notes about, the, again, that it's a well-orchestrated hunt. I think you really get the sense in this minute that this isn't just some random, we've come to hunt down humans, we've come to do this. Th- this is planned somehow. I don't know that that plan will ever be revealed, but it was definitely intentional. Yep. I agree. All right. I think that's about it. So, uh, yeah, looking at there, that is it. Uh, so for the Minute of the Apes podcast, we thank you guys for coming out. You can check out our website at minuteoftheapes.com. You'll find all of our links to social media, our email, every way you can think to contact us, you can find it. So from a dear friend on the other end, Sean, this is Todd. We look forward to talking to you guys tomorrow. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.